0: What's good, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Cinema Conversations with Poe. I'm your host, Poe. Today is episode 24 in season 2 of Cinema Conversations with Poe, which is just wild. It's like another, a couple more uh, episodes and we'll be on 30 already, which is just mind-boggling. It's absolutely insane. But I hope you're all doing well. hope you're having all a great weekend. Um... I'm still thinking about doing Part Two. <laughs> no surprise there, but um, but yeah, no, we're in uh, episode twenty four, and this is my. There uh, is a. It? It's gonna, No, it's, there's there's not really a spoiler for for this film for Lisa Frankenstein. It'll be my review and thoughts on Lisa Frankenstein. Uh, Zelda Williams' directional debut, um, which I had no idea it was her directional debut. Uh, I mean, I got it from Wikipedia because I was looking down the stuff, and I could be wrong. But I feel like that interview i feel like uh, that interviewer when he says Timur we'll ca- and Henry Cavill in interviews, like I got my interview from Wikipedia, and <laughs> Henry loses it. So I could be wrong. I could be right. Who knows? But as far as I'm concerned, from what it says, it says that it was her directional debut. And if you're not familiar with Zelda Williams, she is the daughter of the famous Robin Williams. That's right, Robin Williams's daughter who. I think if he was here, he'd absolutely adore this film. You know, she's fantastic, Zelda. I haven't, uh, read, uh, read? I haven't watched anything that she's been in, but she's just incredible. Like, she's very, uh, you know, she's done interviews and stuff and everything. And this film, Lisa Frankenstein, knocked it out the park. It was a, it was a, it was a a fantastic film, and it ruled. Like, if we're gonna have, if we're gonna, um, explain about it, I'm just going to say that straight up and say this film ruled. Like, it was just so much fun, and there was, like, a lot of classics from, like, from 80s, rom-coms, and then, like, classics from all the classic horrors and stuff. It was just, it was fantastic, you know? It's, it was so much fun, and it was really funny, and the performances as well were, were were fantastic. It's interesting because Diablo Cody... Uh, She was the writer and producer on this. She also wrote uh, Jennifer's Body. Now, I'm yet to watch that. And everyone has been going on about how Jennifer Bodies is a classic with Megan Fox. And I also read that apparently this is in the same universe as uh, Jennifer's Body, which I thought that's pretty cool. Although I'm interested how they're going to, like, connect it all. But I still think that's pretty cool. But Lisa Frankenstein is a Rom... How am I going to say this? rom zom horror So it's a romance with zombies. Because he technically, you know, uh, Cole Sprouse's character, he's basically dead. So it comes back from the dead. And a comedy. But it's also got horror elements in it as well. And it's just, it's just a fun film. It's great, you know. It's got Catherine Newton in it, Cole Sprouse, L- Liza, Sobreno... Sobrano, Sobrano, I'll post it there. Carla, uh, Giangino, Paula, Henry Eikenberry, and Joe Crest. Um, Paula Hudobro, I hope I've said that right, I could be wrong. It was the cinematographer. Uh, Diablo Cody, as I said, was the writer producer, and Isabella Summers did the uh, music. And what's interesting is that uh, Carla Giangino was. Ingrid Cortez from the Spy Kids film, which was amazing, and when I saw her in the film, I was like, hang on a minute, I was like, she's from the Spy Kids film, and, you know, it's incredible, but the main cheese is mainly on Catherine Newton and Cole Sprouse, and Catherine Newton, you know, she plays Lisa Swallows, and I'm not kidding, that's the character's name, or I could be wrong on that, but, yeah, is it Lisa Swallows, wait... Yes, sorry, she does play Lisa Swell, as I had to check then just to be on safe. So that is her name, and Cole Sprouse's character is a creature. But the best, the, one of the best things that I liked about this film was that the the intro, the opening sequence, basically gave you uh, an an intro, uh, an intro. So the opening shot was not like a typical opening shot. Instead, they did like an animation of what happens to Cole Sprouse's character, the creature which I absolutely adored, adored it, and it was fantastic. You know, how they did it and how it explains like, you know, basically what happens to him, not gonna say what happens, excuse me, sorry, I'm ruining it. Oh, it's fantastic. The opening credits with the art and everything was, was great. I thought it was gonna start off with like a narration or something, but it didn't, you know, we're just showing the the art, the, the art and the anim, little mini animation they did, and it was fantastic. That was probably one of my favorite uh, favorite things from the film. Uh but as I said it, it's it's um Lisa Frankenstein shows Lisa Swallow. She's a teenager, you know, she's a young uh a young girl who's lonely and you know, she's very misunderstood by her family and her mom gets killed and she hasn't been the same. That's not a spoiler, you, you literally get to all that in the film and in the trailer. And, you know, she she's a loner until she meets Cole Sprouse's creature. And it's just the classic take on, how do I say it? It's just the classic take on, like, you know, the creature himself with Frankenstein, but with all the classic horrors and stuff. And it's just, it's a really fun. I'm probably not making any sense in this, So I apologize if you if you're reading if you're listening to this going, what's he saying? I'm really sorry. I'm trying my best to to think because Lisa Frankenstein, the best. It's hard to describe it. I mean. What I will say though is that it does give a lot of Tim Burton vibes, which is one thing that I really like. So if you're into Tim Burton films, I really think that you're gonna you're gonna um enjoy this film because it gave me a lot of Corpse Bride vibes. If there's any lovers of uh, of Tim Burton out there, you'll know exactly what I mean. You know, it. I don't want to say it's a ripoff of Lisa uh, of Corpse Bride. That's not what I'm saying. It's just the whole everything gives me certain. You know, it just. The aesthetics of Corpse Bride and but Tim Burton himself with his films and stuff like how it's dark and it's, you know, it's not spooky. Someone I overheard or someone actually one of the one of the uh, audience saying that, that they were scared of it. And I'm like, what was scary about the film? You know, is you know, is it the fact of the, the the blood or the fact that someone that a kid gets killed or something? I don't know. I mean, I didn't find it scary. I just found it, you know. Very bizarre, but really fun and funny at the same time, so I don't know, is the simple question, but, you know, she, um, not she, sorry, Lisa Frankenstein, it, it, as I said, it massively gave me Tim Burton vibes, which I absolutely loved, because I, I, you know, halfway through the film and I was like, this gives me Tim Burton vibes. You know, I don't know if anyone else thinks the thinks the same on that. You know, if they don't, that's okay. But it for me it really did. And it works so well. It works perfectly. You know, she meets this creature, Cole Sprouse, he's literally called the creature. There's no name for him. Um she meets him and then like you know, a lot of like chaos just happens. I don't want to go too much into it, because I don't want to ruin it for other people, but it's just it's it's fantastic, you know. It's a fun film. It ruled. It was so good. The, do you know what's interesting? Because I really wish that this film was released during October. Because it just gives off the... You know, it's a perfect film for October. Perfect film to watch during Spooktober. And, you know, hopefully it does well at the box office. Because um, I really hope it doesn't turn out to be a, a failure. Because, you know, this film is fantastic, even though it's there's a lot of uh, references to classic horrors and classic rom-coms in the 80s and stuff, and I got Tim Burton by, vibes from it, it still is an original film, you know it's definitely influenced by other stuff, no doubt but it still feels original you know, but I, as I said I just wish that it, it was given um, it was given an October release, because I think it would have been perfect for October, you know, October is a great month and I love October, who doesn't love October but Um, no, it's a, as I said, you know, it it came out yesterday, actually on Friday, the same as Dune, sorry. So, you know, it probably get overshadowed by Dune because everyone will go and watch that. But if you do get the chance to watch this, go and give this film a watch because it is a fantastic film to watch. And it's just a fun film, you know, but the real, the real MVP of this film is Catherine Newton. Now, if you're not familiar with Catherine Newton, She played Cassie Lang in Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. She was actually the replacement of the original actress who was going to play Cassie Lang. But she nailed it. You know, she's fantastic. I loved her in Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. I think she was probably one of the best bits about that film. But in this film, you know, she is fantastic. Her performance is brilliant. She's very funny. She's very, you know, she gives... How do do I say this? She plays the lonely girl-esque type in this film very well. And she just nails it. From the opening shot to the ending. You know, she's fantastic. She's brilliant. She's really good in this film. And I really loved her performance in this. And Cole Sprouse as the creature, he was just hilarious. Like, really funny. And she was just... Like, she was, a am- she? <laughs> Cole Sprouse, sorry, he, because I'm tired, forgive me, he was amazing, both of them in fact, when they're both on the screen together, they're both fantastic, but I feel like Catherine Newton is more of the MVP on this one, Cole Sprouse is amazing though, in fact, no, in fact, let's just say that they're both, both of them the MVP of this film, because obviously, you know, it's about them, not many other people, but It's one of them, you know, she's, he, Cole Sprouse is great, and actually, interestingly enough, I found out that he hired a mime to help him with, like, how to play a dead person and stuff, which was great, and I love the dedication, he's fantastic, if you're not familiar with Cole Sprouse, where the hell have you been all this time, obviously he was in Sweet Life of Zack and Cody, which was my childhood growing up, which was great, Um, but Cole Sprouse, he was fantastic, And both of them are fantastic in this film. You know, it's funny, it's chaotic, it's bizarre. And I think it's meant to be like that for a specific reason, you know. It's not meant to be taken seriously. It's just one of those films that you can just sit back, relax, and really enjoy. And I 100% enjoyed this. You know, the cinematography for this was fantastic. The music was great. You know, as I said, it had all that classic references to all the, the horrors from 80s and stuff. Like, if, if you look around in um, Lisa's uh, apartment, like, her bedroom, you'll notice there's, there's, like, classic horror posters. Like, especially one that I noticed was Creature from the Black Lagoon. And I was like, holy crap, wow! You know? And it's amazing how, like, classic horror still is relevant today and everything like that. Um, I I, In fact, I don't even like saying the word classic horror. I'd much rather say horror from... You know, the 80s and stuff still has an impact on this day. But, you know, because as they say, the 80s horror was the golden age of horror in cinema. um, Which I myself definitely need to watch more, 80s horror. I have watched a fair few, but I definitely need to watch more. But no, Lisa Frankenstein, it was a pretty much straightforward film, you know. She meets this creature. They end up going, they essentially falling in love with each other. And kind of give like a Bonnie Clyde vibe. But, you know, they just do their own thing and everything, and it's just great, man. It's just really good fun. It's just, you know, like I said, it's not something to be taken, uh, to be taken seriously. It's just something that you can watch, enjoy, relax, and just have a good time with it, you know? It's very funny. It's f- it, it's, there are some scenes that you're not really meant to laugh at, but you can't help but laugh. And then there are some scenes when you're like, I was not expecting that. There's one scene in particular, which I won't say because I'm not going to ruin it for other people. But there's one scene that I watched and I was like, how is this even possible? Like, I was dying at that scene. It was hilarious. I, I, it was... Uh, oh, sorry. Oh, gosh. So sorry. Uh, th- There was a couple of scenes where I'm like, I shouldn't really laugh at that. But you do anyway because it is one could even say it's a black comedy, but I didn't really get that vibe. You know, it's a rom zombie horror comedy. You know, it's romance, it's zombie, it's horror because it delves into that. And it's just comedy because it, it is just a a funny film to watch. And it is just, you know, it's a really fun film. And it's only 109 minutes, but for 109 minutes, it has quite a deep impact. Quite a deep, touching, moving um. It is quite deep and it is quite moving. That's the word I was looking for. And touching to a degree. It's like... How do I describe it? It's just everything of all... All of what horror is and everything like that. And it. it's it, to some degree as well. It even gave me Edward Scissorhand vibes as well. You'll know exactly what I mean when you watch that. And when I said about how I said that it gives off Tim Burton vibes. But, you know, it was great. There, it was just really it, you know, as I said then it really did give me a lot of Tim Burton vibes it wasn't gothic or dark, but it was just like, you know, it was heavily you could tell the influence was there massively tell the influence was there and it was great, it was just so much fun that, you know, you can just sit there and watch it and just oh my gosh, I really need to stop yawning, either I need to start doing my podcast earlier or I need to stop yawning um, That probably didn't make any sense last bit. But still, it's still a fun film. And yeah, man, Lisa Frankenstein ruled. I was really, at first, when I first saw it, I was like, you know what, I'm I'm actually inter- interested by that. And the more they kept showing the trailer and everything, I thought, you know what, I really want to go see that. Now, I know I'm a bit of a funny one with trailers, but there are some films that you can watch a trailer for that, that you you want to watch, but then there are some films... Oh my god! There are some films that you know you don't want to watch the trailer for, i.e., like I haven't watched the trailer for Deadpool or whatnot. Um, but you know, the more they kept showing the trailer for Lisa Frankenstein, I thought, you know what? This looks great. This looks like it's right up my avenue. I do as I said before. I do feel it should have been, uh, it should have been in what was it? Should have been released in October, just because I feel like it would have probably done better in there, but. It's just fun, you know, it's, it's got everything. It's oh My God, I don't know why I keep bloody yawning every second. It's annoying me, actually. (laughs) I'm really sorry if I keep every time I doing it, but it's just got everything that you would expect from something like a film like this, you know, lonely girl meets a creature. They end up doing bizarre chaotic things together, kind of going a bit on a rampage. There's references to classic horrors, you know. She lives with her, with her, her, um, her stepmom who isn't a nice person. Her dad is, is you know, she a dad marries like the wicked mom type thing. Has a sister who she's not really, well, she is. She does like her sister, but she's just a bit iffy about the whole thing. But then realizes that her, you know, her sister always wanted to include her and stuff and everything. So, you know, it's it's just something that, it's got. It's the exact film that you know exactly what it is like just from watching the trailer you can be like yeah I know exactly what this film's gonna be and and it's just it's great it's it's a lot of fun it's a ton of fun to watch and for me personally I really enjoyed it and I think that if you like these type of films I think you definitely will enjoy it for Zelda Williams to have this as a directional debut, I think she nailed it. I think she she made a brilliant film, and I would definitely love to see her make more films. And as for Diablo Cody writing this and producing this, I definitely need to watch more of her stuff. Oh my gosh. Oh, God. Oh, for God's sake. I need to. I'm so sorry if I keep yawning every split second. It's annoying me. But she was. Um, I definitely need to watch Jennifer's Body. I definitely need to get that watch at some point. But. I really enjoyed this film. I really, really enjoyed this film. And it was so much fun, you know. It's just something you can put on, kick back, relax, and enjoy yourself with and everything. So, I enjoyed it. I think you might enjoy this. If not, that's okay. And if you do enjoy it, fantastic. But even if you didn't enjoy it, it's perfectly fine. It's perfectly, perfectly fine. But I want to say that it's about an hour and 46, I think. And it's just a great film to turn your head off and just enjoy the enjoy it. Oh my gosh! Oh god, god! I, it's it's funny actually because I had a friend who there's this thing. I said that it was annoying when I was yawning because it kept making him yawn, especially when he was driving. I was like, I'm really sorry about that. I really need to start doing these a lot earlier, and <laughs> he needs to start making. I doing these more earlier for this, so I do apologise if every other bloody thing I'm bloody yawning. So I'm so sorry for that, but no, this was, um, Lisa Frankenstein was a great film. So much fun. It's fun. It's bloody. It's funny. It's there's a lot of references to the classic horrors and it's just packed with all good stuff in it that I think makes a great film and a very fun and entertaining film. That's exactly what this film is. It's entertaining and it's fun. As I said, for Zelda Williams, to have this as Zelda Williams' directional debut is impressive, you know. Cole Sprouse is amazing in this film. Catherine Newton is amazing. Them two are the MVPs of this. Now, I'm going to say this without trying to ruin it. With what happens at the end of the film, I wouldn't mind seeing a follow-up to this. It would be interesting to see if they could come up with something like this. Who knows? But we'll have to see on that one. Whether we will or don't, I don't know. I saw someone the other day saying that they reckon they found the next cult classic and they believe that it's this. And I also believe that this is going to be one of those un- underrated films of 2024. If you get the chance to watch this film, please go watch it because it's a great film. It really, really is. You know, I was tempted to see Dune again today, but I really wanted to see Lisa Frankenstein because I've been, I've, I've seen a lot of people giving mixed reviews and I was like, I need to watch this film as soon as possible because I really want to watch this because I think it's going to be great. And it turns out that I enjoyed it. I really, really enjoyed it for the whole from from the beginning to the end. I was smiling throughout the film. I was laughing throughout the film, and it's great, man. It's really, really, really great fun. So if you like these type of films—rom, horror, comedy—with the lone, the lonely woman, uh, lonely woman, lonely girl, uh, with the wicked stepmom, let's say, and everything. And she meets the creature. I think this will be the film for you. If not, that's okay. But I definitely, definitely, definitely think that you should uh, give this film a watch for sure. So, but I think that's pretty much gonna wrap this up. In fact, as well, I was thinking about this before. I will do of uh, what's to come in March as well, just to give a little brief update. In that we have got some great films coming out in March. So, uh, th- I will be doing a short break, and then I will be back to tell you what's coming out in March. But Lisa Frankenstein, solid film, a fun film, funny, go watch it, go support it, it's a great film, I really think you will enjoy it, so, just want to say thank you so much for tuning in, Um, I will see you in the next episode, Um, I'm trying to think, because, I think the next episode will be episode 25, which will be my review of The Zone of Interest, which, because for the next Oh no, sorry, it'll be Monday with uh, My Persian Version, which is a, a new uh, a comedy coming out this year. Um, it's great, actually, because from uh, Friday just gone to next Friday, I'll be at the cinema every day. And there'll be films that I've already seen again. Uh, in fact, I'll, 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 uh, I'll be able to do my review for Anatomy of a Fall, because I don't believe I did my review for Anatomy of a Fall last year. But I will be doing that, so yeah. But anyway... Stay, uh just stay right there guys i'll be back after this little short break and i will be saying of what's to come into march so thank you for tuning into this episode and i'll see you in the after this little break thanks for being here, everyone i'll see you in the net in the break after this thank you what's good everybody thank you so much for that little short break uh, this is really just all just uh, the second part of this episode. Is just really going to be about what's to come in March, uh, films that are coming out in March uh, to say, um, as there are some cracking films coming out in uh, March, and boy, are we spoiled for rotten. Um, for kicking off, um, first things first, if you are a Cineworld member in uh, if you're a Cinema World member, they are doing reward season. Uh, reward season awards. Season, so like uh, yesterday they did Oppenheimer and Barbie again today, uh, tomorrow sorry they're doing uh, the holdovers Monday is the Unlimited which I'll get onto that in a minute Tuesday is going to be American Fiction, Wednesday is one of interest and Friday will be Anatomy of Fall Saturday will be Killers of the Flower Moon and Sunday I believe is Poor Things. Um, I think it's Best Picture for the Oscars and stuff, so they're re them again in cinema, which I think is a, f- a fantastic thing, because if you've missed any of them, by all means, you can go and check them out uh, and everything. Um, but in terms of new releases in March, we have got Ghostbusters Frozen Empire, which is going to be um, Ghostbusters 4, I'm correct? From Ghostbusters Afterlife in 2021 or 2. Was it 2021 or 2022? I think it was 2022 that the Afterlife came out. And that film, I don't care what anybody says. That was a phenomenal film, the Ghostbusters film. I really, really enjoyed it. And Frozen Empire, I'm really excited for. um, Really looking forward to that film. It looks great. Uh, Jason... Ripman, Reitman isn't going to be directing it, but he is uh, directing it, sorry, but he is going to be writing it. So I'm excited for that film. Um, We also have Kung Fu Panda 4. Yes, that's right. Kung Fu Panda 4 is getting a fourth film in the series. Apparently this will open up to another three films, but I just hope they don't milk it because everything nowadays just seems to be getting milked. But I'm really, really excited for Kung Fu Panda 4. Uh, I absolutely love the Kung Fu Panda f- uh franchise the trilogy is amazing and some of the best of animation and I'm really excited it's got a it looks like it's going to have um, a great cast and a great story and it looks brilliant you know Viola Davis is playing the villain uh, Afwa Kikina, K- K- I forgot how you pronounce it properly forgive me but she's also going to be in it Tai Lung is returning which I'm very excited to see how that plays out But I'm really excited for that. Uh, We also have Godzilla. uh, Godzilla Kong. The New Empire. Which is the... It's the... Fifth entry in the Monster Universe. Uh, I think because you had... You had Godzilla 2014. Kong Skull Island. Godzilla King of the Monsters. Godzilla and Kong. Yeah, it's the fifth entry in the Monsterverse. And... I'm really really another I really love the Monsterverse and I've loved what we what they've done with it and I'm really excited for it. Um Scar King is going to be in it and a bunch of other titans are going to be in it. I I need to finish off uh, Legacy of the Monsters actually which was a a great um tie-in with the current... Uh, it's part of the Monsterverse and it's a great tie-in with that like it fills in gaps for ...certain stuff and everything, so if you haven't watched that, I would highly recommend it. Um, we've also got Imaginary, which is a new horror film from Blumhouse. I don't know too much about it, but it looks pretty freaky, but it looks quite good. I'm, I'm definitely intrigued by it. Um, there's also uh, the per- Persian version, which, if you're an Unlimited member, that is our, is, is available on Monday... Um, I'm not too sure when that actually comes out, but I know that it is getting a March unlimited screening, so I would definitely recommend that for sure. Um, we also have Roadhouse coming out on March 21st, which is a remake of the classic uh, film Roadhouse with Patrick Swayze. Only this time it's done. It's directed by Doug Lehman and as Jake Gyllenhaal, Danielle choir Bernard Pelley, I've probably said that wrong... And who's the other guy? Conor McGregor is not it. So I'm really looking forward to that film. The trailer, I mean, looks fantastic. I was like, yep, just give me this film right now. That This looks fantastic. It looks like it's going to be just a good old action-packed film. Uh, we also have Immaculate. Now, that's getting a se- an unlimited screening. And I'm a bit bummed out because that's getting uh, that will be out on a Saturday. And I'm working on that, so... I'm hoping that when that does get released, uh, I will be able to see that. But I saw the trailer for it the other day, and it looks inc- it looks very creepy, but it does look very intriguing. Uh, it has Sydney Sweeney in it, so already already I was like, I'm watching it. Um, she uh, it looks very it looks very creepy. It's a psychological horror and. She plays a nun in the film, and it just it just looks bizarre, but it looks very creepy, and I'm like, yep, I'm down for that. Do love a good sci- sci- psychological horror; they're brilliant. Um, we also have uh, also as well. I don't know if Odian or View will be getting this, but w- there will be a 25th anniversary uh, re release of Fight Club. Uh, David Fincher, David Fincher's classic Fight Club, which has become. Sort of a cult classic, but it's a it's an incredible film. I don't know why a cult because apparent because it's a an incredible film, uh, with Brad Pitt and Edward Norton, and it's it's one of my favorite films, and it's just oh, it's a masterpiece. It's a phenomenal film, one of Fincher's best. Um, so th- there's that, and then of course you have there. There is an unlimited screening of Monster, which is a is a South Korean or jap uh, South Korean. I'm not too sure on that one, yes, yeah, sorry. it is a Japanese. I just had to quickly check it then had to take a little thing and check it is a Japanese uh film, which will make it the second world cinema film that I've watched uh this year with the taste of things, which if you've not watched that, i highly recommend you go and watch that, but Monster is a is a Japanese film uh thriller drama, which I saw the trailer for this, and I just thought, yeah, this looks fantastic um I'm, I'm definitely up there um. So I'm really looking forward to that. I have no idea, not too sure what it's about, but I'm honestly looking forward to that film. Um, In terms of series, you know, because it's still to do with film and television and stuff, if anyone is interested, there is a Gentleman series coming out, which uh, Guy Ritchie did a film called The Gentleman, which is fantastic if you've not watched it, it's a brilliant film. Uh, And I I believe that this series is a sequel to that. I'm not too sure how true that is, or it's in the same universe as that, so I don't know. But there is that. And then there is a series called Mary and George, which is a time period drama. Uh, It's based on true events and stuff, so um, those are two that are coming out in March. I don't know if anybody's been watching Masters of the Air, but that is absolutely incredible. I'm two episodes behind, and I need to get back onto that ASAP. Um, there's also Shogun on uh, Hulu, but you can get that on Disney Plus. I've also heard amazing things about that. But yeah, so far as it is, March is stacked with some great films. There's also a bunch of other films that are coming out in the later year, uh, such as Alex Garland's Civil War, which just looks unbelievable. There's a new another horror called Abigail, which I saw the trailer for that but in the trailer for Lisa Frankenstein, and it looks. Fantastic! There is a there's some good films coming out this year, and I'm really really excited for these. So, yeah, that pretty much is it for what's to come in March. But there are some great films to come up that are coming out in March. So, if you're a cine world uh, unlimited holder like myself, uh, there's some great unlimited screenings coming up. Um, there's some great films for the award season. There's some films for uh, some new showings and stuff. So I'm I'm really excited for for it. So yeah I'm, I'm really excited for it um but yeah march is going to be a great month for sure dune is obviously going to be the best film of dune of march in my opinion and the film of the year and i need to see that film asap <laughs> but yeah that is pretty much it guys i just want to say thank you so much for tuning in uh, it really means a lot to me i hope you're well and i hope all is doing well um i hope you have a great uh weekend enjoy the rest of your weekend stay safe out there with the weather and I will see you in the next episode, which will be episode 25, which I'll be giving my review on the Persian version. So I'm looking forward to that and I'm looking forward to talking about it with you guys. So, yeah, thanks for being here, everyone, and I'll see you in the next episode. Thank you. Bye bye. <laughs>